Hello, I'm Olivia Lee and this is Maria Shahata. That's right, and together we're Frank. This is the podcast where everything is talked about. Absolutely, and if you want to know the truth about love and life, well, you're in the wrong place. But if you do want utterly pointless relationship advice, we're here to help. And we do it every Thursday on Radio Haha. It's the Frank Podcast. Frank. Funny, real, and not knowledgeable. Howdy, partners. Let's just trying something out there, Maria, because you're American. Yeah, so yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, segue. Yeah. Welcome to Frank. Yeah, that was um, that was great, Olivia. Keep keep it up because honestly, like you're gonna be a British sausage in an American sandwich today when we welcome comedian, writer, and podcaster Taylor Glenn. Oh, I love Taylor. She's a fabulous, funny woman. Um, and we're going to be putting our multinational heads together to get a listener's love issue solved, which. I, when I say these things, we're not going to solve anything. We're probably going to make it worse, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, I want to follow up with people who have taken our advice to see, like, how how, how much worse we made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the sexy Angelos in again. Get Angelos on the phone. Oh, he's a bit of all right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Barry. Fine piece of ass. Um, yeah, so, so today on the show... I don't know, like, we, like I've been thinking a lot lately, like, about, about, because you know I'm in a relationship. I have didn't I mentioned know that. that? How long have you I been with think, him? Um, <laughs> God knows. <laughs> it's only been, I mean, it just, it feels, it feels like years. years a week longer years, than when I last asked you. Um, a week after that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm just like, you, you start going through, you start like flipping through mentally all the people you dated up until this person, this person, this right one. Um, who, well, cause you think this could be the last dick. Yeah. So you start going through all the previous ones. Right. And then you're like, <laughs> the last dick. This is, yeah, you're my last hurrah. Yeah. Um, the final cock. <laughs> the last willy. The ultimate Urethra. What? I don't even know. I don't. <laughs> the last nutsack. <laughs> yeah. So you start thinking about all the other nutsacks. Like, is this going to be my last nutsack? This is the last nutsack. I Do you hope. think you've seen a lot of nutsacks? I've, I've seen a few nutsacks. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you like a big nutsack or a smaller one? I kind of like that. Uh, you look. I don't. Know. <laughs> I I gotta say, I'm a fan of it. A nice big one. Yeah. Nice big hangy nutsack. Yeah, because it's like a sign of fertility. In the, in the same way, they're like boobs and hips on a woman. You think, oh, you'll be fertile. You'll be able to feed babies with those mummy glands. Ew. I see like a big nutsack and think, ah, oh, you got a lot of sperm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably not linked though. I don't have any preference on nutsacks. I think that like I wouldn't want, <laughs> I wouldn't want a guy to have a preference on, on like my vaginal lips. Oh, no, Do you know get me started. I have... Oh, go on. Well, it's like after childbirth. It's like an axe wound. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I haven't looked at it since. I don't. No. I don't. Um, you just sort of roll it up and then put on your underwear. <laughs> just fucking roll. Just it. pick it up from the floor. <laughs> pick them up. Sorry. <laughs> Got a little harness. After they like hoover for you. Just like sort of like the, the like a Roomba. <laughs> But it's just your pussy. <laughs> it's disgusting. What's wrong with me? I'm this, in a is weird weird, mood. this is the dirtiest opener we've had. Yeah, we're bedded in now. This is week what? <laughs> oh we're out 
of all the nice things to talk about. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made him, I made him some cupcakes for Valentine's no, Day. It's just and the next week, it's like we cuddle when we sleep, and then this week it's just, it's just like nut sex. <laughs> but you never get that certain times of the month. Like I have probably one day a month where I'm in a filthy mood. Mm. It's like sexually. It one just, day a month, really, Olivia. Month. <laughs> Stop. That's pretty good going. No, but it's usually. <laughs> I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. There's always a wash to put on. Yeah. There's always food to puree. Uh, no, but it's not like sustainable thing every day you're in the mood for that kind of sex. But mm. what I mean is occasionally you're like, oh, I'm in the mood for that kind of sex. Yeah. And then you say to your partner, are you in the mood for that kind of sex? Oh, no. No. Oh. I'm going to watch Dark uh, Dragon's Den tonight. Yeah. So you just go and wank it out. You ever try to like make out with him while he's watching TV and then like he's watching Netflix? Like Netflix too, where you could pause it. Oh, and yeah, then that's he's a still, great thing. he's still like, no, <laughs> like just pushes you off. I'm watching this, babe. Yeah, often you get the face like, I'll say, oh, should we have it off? And then the face is like, I've asked him to take the rubbish out or something. Yeah. Just like, mm, nah, oh. no thanks. So then you pick up your, your pussy lips off <laughs> off the floor. Once again, sorry. I, mean, I don't know what I don't know we've really got. Do you know when we were doing the prep for this show, we thought, okay, this week we'll talk about like first kisses. It was all really innocent <laughs> stuff we were going to talk about first loves, first dates, and we've gone straight into kind of nut sacks and over exaggerated pussy lips. Yeah, there's a, a Instagram account called the Vulva Gallery. Because look, here's the thing about vaginas. Um, I don't know what most of them look like. So I have to go to Instagram accounts called Vulva Gallery so that you go, oh. You follow are- this? Yeah. So like, and I'm you see all these different out. pictures of, of vaginas and you go, oh, everyone's different. Like this isn't, it isn't just what you see in porn. It's like, there's all kinds of shapes and sizes and colors. And like, but the only problem with it is, is that sometimes you'll be just like, you know, like on the tube scrolling through and then just like this boom picture of a vulva. And you're like, sorry, <laughs> you look like the biggest, weirdest perv. Cause it's always cartoons. It's um, now I know what you're looking at. Vaginas all day. Are you liking a lot of the pictures of the vulvas? Yeah, you gotta like it. You gotta support. You gotta be like, should we take this out of the gutter and flower it up a bit? First kiss. Oh, that's so boring. If I was listening to this, I would switch it off now. Go on though. What was it? My first kiss. I was on the. I was sitting on a toilet. Okay, see, then see, now that's not boring. That's very interesting. (laughs) How the fuck did you end up getting kissed while you were on a toilet? Okay, I was very young. About. 12 or 13 I was at an evening in we I don't know if you have those in America you just have the house parties mm. is what you oh, call right. them oh right oh okay yeah I was like we would in. we're very it's posh night in, I think like an not evening going in out. it's just basically a house party an okay, evening fine, in where fine. we'd play spin the bottle and remember his name it was Jonathan Moss oh he not gets Ross. a full name on here <laughs> Jonathan Moss and I had just gone I think we were all like ooh play spin the bottle and then when the bottle lands on you you, you had to go and like hide somewhere and the guy had to come and find you and in my infinite wisdom I just went and sat um, on the bog <laughs> not actually doing anything but the toilet seat was up I just kind of sat there okay and then he came and sat on my lap while I was on the bog and snogged me and ha- and it was revolting and he licked my face it was like comedy snog where he had this huge invasive pokey tongue Ew. that just was everywhere and in my mouth and uh, and um, I I gagged I remember feeling really sick and then I uh, kind of uh, pushed him off me and that was my first kiss and then I didn't snog anyone for about a year after that because I was just how, how old were you maybe 13 okay right mm. 
What about you? Well, I was on the beach. You, I knew you wanted to ask you. She's giving me that look. Like, just wait. Go on. Go on. Spotlight on me. Thank you. Yeah, on the, on beach. the beach. Of the course, beach. you American. Not on the bog. On the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very, yeah. yeah um, because uh, it was um, a lot of our families would go to the beach together. And so like all of the kids would hang out. Like, so it's during the daytime. No, it was at night. So like. You know, we're like 13, 14, ranging from like 13 they to They have beaches in Ohio? No, we would go to the beach. We went to South Carolina. Okay, how far is that from Ohio? Just so it's I can... It's like a 10-hour drive. You drove 10 hours? Yeah, with... at the time. You know, when you live, when you grow up in America, like that's that's pretty normal. Well, just for like, let's go to the beach today. Well, not today. No, you go for a week. <laughs> oh, I see. It it's like a, it was a holiday. A holiday, yeah. Yeah. But a bunch of families went together. So like... um. And like, uh, yeah, so all the all the youth would go and hang out and drink and stuff. And um, anyway, this guy was, I was 13, he was 14. And we were holding hands on the beach. And that was what I was like, oh, what a night. Well, this is such a beautiful night. Really romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kissed me. And I was like, <laughs> like, because I wasn't. With no warning? No, yeah, no warning. Because, you know, oh, I thought, like, at that point, my idea of a kiss would be lips. Oh, I and, see. And then, you didn't what, even expect. You didn't even know uh, that was a thing. I, I got the tongue and I was like, <laughs> it was the weirdest, slimiest, weirdest thing to have happened to your face. That's what I remember, just being invaded by this slippery worm. Yes, exactly. A slippery worm. That's pretty much what my experience Only mine was on a beach and not a toilet. But we had similar experiences. Were you I sat think. down or were you still stood up? We were, we were standing up. And, and you pushed him away and then that was it? Yeah, actually, that I mean, that's pretty much what happened. Did he, he stop was, holding he your was hand? Drunk. I wasn't, but he was drunk. He sounds like a wrong one. What happened to him? Is he in jail now? No, I think he's in real estate. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> he will be then. Just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then how long after that was it before you kissed someone else? Oh, not, not much longer after that. I think like, you know, 13, 14, it's like full speed ahead. I think like once you're in your early teens everyone's making out with everyone and like you didn't your friends that. are starting to sleep with like people like have sex with i didn't teachers. have sex i didn't have sex until what oh no sorry that was just me <laughs> sorry <laughs> oops <laughs> yeah um yeah it was all it's like that, that was the beginning of all the uh, this discovery of this this world this whole sexual world like whoa like kissing and then all of a sudden everything else and you're just like and it, like it's a it's a quick like like a not jump for you from... maybe <laughs> not for everyone what well well how old were you when you lost your virginity 16 okay i was 19 oh wow yeah that's not the you that i know no you call cool. you sure caught up for lost time girl <laughs> i definitely did <laughs> why so late um i was terrified of sex I don't know why it was just like like I just I mean all my friends were having sex and I was like it was like that's all normal for them and I'm like ah like everything scared me and then I was in a uh, long-term relationship oh so you you actually had sex with love the first experience yeah I got really lucky that's that you have had it once yeah one time that (laughs) happened to me yeah never ever again I'm such a cow just uh yeah so um it was all like romantic with candles and he played massive attack and (laughs) oh (laughs) It was all great then, you know. You know, just and then how long did you stay together for after that? Two and a half years. Oh wow, two and a half years of shagging. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a really big dick. <laughs> so, like, ah! I, you know, for the first one, it's hard. It's a hard thing to deal with. No, you wouldn't even notice. No, <laughs> so... no. It's like hello. Anybody out there? Out there? Out there? <laughs> 
Yeah. I think on that note, yeah. we should probably bring on our amazing guest, Taylor. Taylor Glenn, funny woman, comedian, writer and podcaster with her podcast that I've actually been a guest on, which is brilliant, Drunk Women Solving Crime. Just give her a little... I've just given you a plug. Thank you. Oh, she's coming in texting, as you do. <laughs> no, I'm like, What an entrance. I took notes. That's what a nerd I am. I'm like, love and sex? Let me write some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laid back and fancy free. Let's do this shit. Taylor's lo- American. I'm so excited to hear your accent. I'm You're, so excited where, to hear yours. Where are you from? I uh, grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. What about you? Ohio. Oh, good. Are they Two near are each other? Two, they're, yes, they... <laughs> Olivia. They, oh. they kiss, in fact, and they're both two unsexy states. So whenever I say Pennsylvania, I used to say it as an apology. I'd be like, Pennsylvania, I'm yeah. sorry, I don't have any stories. Yeah. What was Ohio. it like growing up there? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like on field trips, we'd go and stare at Amish people. It was, it was awesome. That sounds pretty fun. Amish country is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hershey, PA. Like, lots of chocolate. Terrible chocolate. Yeah. So why'd you get why'd you get out? How, how'd you end up here? We're gonna breeze through this before you get to the love stuff. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So I um I moved over here with my best friend, and I had been a psychotherapist in New York. Very serious <laughs> psycho. A little bit of that too. Um, <laughs> daytime, nighttime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I just needed a break from work and I ended up moving over here and I met my now husband at the tail end of what was supposed to be the year and I just remember like phoning up my parents and I was like I'm in a nice Welsh guy I'm not coming back where did you meet him we met in London but where about online or in a bar or oh man that's a tricky that's a tricky I know that's a tricky one he was your friend's boyfriend sort of online but not really online Online just wasn't the same thing. So wait, I need to know more. Where did you meet him? You're not going to get off that easily. Settle into this. In jail? You bitches getting right into stuff. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to tell the most abbreviated story and don't ask me too many questions about it, please. Do you know what show you're on? I mean, (laughs) I do. Um, So I worked for... a matchmaking company as a psychological profiler. Oh my God. Who is supposed to set people up and we used him for a PR stunt. It's the best story I've ever heard. That's awesome. But I actually profiled him and the moment I saw him, it really was one of those moments. I know this is really cheesy because you probably want the more cynical stuff, but like he walked into this restaurant and I thought he was this old man because I just spoke. Again, the internet was not what oh, well, it was Well, you profiled now. him with a view to him being on the site. So setting him up. Yeah, we were <gasps> going to set him up on a date as thanks for doing this PR stunt. So I thought he was this like 60-year-old man from Wales. I was like, what's Wales? I am what? Huh? And he walked in and I was like, oh, shit. Like He's really hot. <laughs> yeah. But so I got to ask him all these questions that I think every woman should be able to ask their partner Like what? Before. Give us an example. Oh, just like, what's the worst thing you've ever done in a relationship? What did you do to repent for that? What is your sort of... I was making shit up. You're not supposed to ask the clients that. I was like, I'm gonna... This is for How me How big now. is your dick? <laughs> this is for me. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, one thing he said, and I was like, what would be, like, a deal breaker for you? And he said, you know, if, if I was on a bus with my girlfriend and somebody farted and she didn't laugh, like, I'm just done. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and I was like, me, me, also me, like everything you said. Always comes back down to farting and attitudes really around farting. Does. Yeah, it's it a really theme does. on this show. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, did he have the same feeling when he met you? Yes, 
He did. In fact, Aww. he was, and this is maybe one of the only times this has happened, he was more keen on me. And I remember, because my friend was still here, I remember going home after dates with him. And I really liked him, but he's he's a goofball. He's super goofy. And I'd come home and I'm like, he's just, he's kind of, he's kind of weird and like wacky. And she's like, welcome to what it's like being with you all day. And I was like, <laughs> really? I was like, is that me? Oh, okay. Okay, fine. And then... Was it a very quick courtship and then you were together? Yeah, we moved in together really quickly. Um, yeah, because I remember like phoning my parents. I'm like, I'm not moving back. I met a guy. We're moving in together. <laughs> like it was super, super fast. I never, I don't even know if it, had I lived with anybody before. And I sort of had lived with somebody in New York, but like this was like. This was the real deal. This was the real deal. Yeah. So it was fast. I it love how fast. you met. I think that's absolutely brilliant. So we did this whole PR stunt and he said at the end, he's like, I know that as thanks you were going to set me up on a date. He said, but you know, Taylor, if you just want to grab a drink with me like that would Aww. make me even happier. And I was like, okay. And to my credit, again, one of the first times we got absolutely hammered, but I didn't sleep with him. Nice I was word. like, Ooh. maybe I was staggering drunk. Is that like, because maybe. one of the answers to his questions, you said, if a girl set with you on the first date, would you judge her? And he went, absolutely. <gasps> hey, possibly. Did he, might have Did he known, say that? Because you had all this information on him. So you mm. might have figured out in your subconscious that this isn't that guy. Maybe. So wait, what do you talk about on the first date like... when you know everything about someone already? Oh, well, I mean, that's true. And I uh, see that does come back to bite you because even today I'll be like, um, I refer to question five. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually got Seems the profile? You're, uh, no, I didn't write anything down. It was, oh, okay. it was it was what it was anyway. Yeah. And being a psychotherapist, is yeah. that a benefit in a relationship? No, or? no, it's a huge fucking interest. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, I would hate the only thing worse than dating a uh, psychotherapist is dating a comedian and I don't know which is worse but I'm both he's got so both. he gets the best of both worlds so you didn't want to yeah. deal with unstable people so you decided to go into a comedy career <laughs> <laughs> because exactly. you were craving normality and I sanity I yeah I was tired of all the narcissists. <laughs> yeah. What's your dating history like? What were, what were some of your past relationships? It's very like, checkered, you have... Maria. It's very checkered. What, what does it's that colorful. mean? Colorful. Um, it's see, I feel, it's I feel varied. Little... It's um, there are many, 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 a lot of history. A lot it's of a long men. history. <laughs> this was are you a serial knew... dater, or is it like I I kind of was a serial dater, but so I lived in New York for for a few years before I moved here and I mean because you lived in LA right I lived in New York and LA and so, okay so you know the New York dating scene too mm. see I'm gonna justify it by blaming it on the city I'm yeah, like oh, yeah, we were what, all what I do too. but you do hear it's the most brutal city today is that true would you say I found the dating side if you wanted something serious yes brutal but if you were out for fun fantastic like I remember moving Bug over fast. here yeah <laughs> I remember moving over here I'm like oh yeah I'd date like four guys at once and people are like what, what? oh no because yeah. here like if you get drunk and sleep with somebody's like well I guess we're in a relationship <laughs> then but I love that that's why I moved here yeah Shut <laughs> up. it's true <laughs> you know what I mean it's like well that's why I started coming to London because oh I was like they're still behind like the tinder culture was happening and I right. felt like zombies had gotten America and I was like but they're not not yet people are still in relationships here so I came out right. here to meet some some people and I did I ended up meeting somebody so yeah on the dating side of things I feel like I was always getting my heart broken because the moment you're like I'm ready to be vulnerable and I want to commit and I did 
But yeah, it was just, you know, I was raised in a pretty conservative family and like the rule was like, you know, get married before you have sex. So I'm like, what if I have sex as many times as I can before I get married? Yeah. What if I just reverse that whole rule? It's almost like it's almost like you do it once and you're like, well, well, fuck it now. <laughs> you yeah. know, you've already yeah. had sex before marriage. So. Well, isn't that a fucked up thing too? It's like, well, once you've cro- once you've sullied yourselves, girls, <laughs> you might as well just keep throwing dirt on your vagina. <laughs> so I just kept throwing dirt on, but it was. <sighs> Oh, it's ridiculous. Because I knew I knew I was coming here. I'm like, okay, there are some stories that should never be spoken again. But I'm like, some of them are so. Okay, you got to give us some. Of... I'll give you a little bit. See, this Go is on. why I was like, let's not talk about my marriage. That's a marriage. Um... I know. I always say to Maria at the beginning of every show, she's like, you got, you got anything to say? And I'm like, look, we probably haven't had sex and we've argued again. <laughs> I can talk about that. You want to hear what the argument was about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually. I will do that next time. So I, I've always had like bad self-esteem coupled with a weird kind of confidence do you know what i mean it's like i can put this veneer on but this is why you're a comedian it's exactly. low self-esteem big ego oh, exactly it's perfect exactly. toxic combination but i remember this night <laughs> that we were in a bar and i was with my friend mary and we were great sidekicks and this man was there that every woman and half of the men were just drooling over he was Gorgeous. I mean, he was the most perfect specimen ever. Almost too good looking. Mm, yeah. And I remember thinking at the beginning of the night, like, yeah, that's the kind of guy I could just never approach. Like, it's just that is out of my league. And then I'm like, drinks, drinks, drinks later. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. I love that. And it was just a quest. It was like, I don't even feel like having sex. I just want to show that I can get that guy. Because every woman in there was going up to him and it was like, rebuff, So the rebuff, goal rebuff. wasn't just to chat him. It was to take him home. It was to take him home. Oh, and put more dirt on that vagina. <laughs> some more, put some New Zealand dirt on that oh, vagina. Oh, he was a Kiwi. There is such a, yeah, I stopped dating American guys like 10 years before I left yeah. the US. I'm so <laughs> done with them. But yeah. I didn't know how to distinguish between like, if they had an accent, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is good. This is what I want. Like, I didn't know how to read the personality because well, I liked the accent so What was much. it about American men that you decided, no, thank you? <sighs> I hard R's. I just got tired of hard R's. I'm like I want a soft R. Yeah. What? Well, like, well, like, but yeah, but like Boston. I wanted to go and look at art. I didn't want to say art. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still, still. A when fart. I hear, it sounds so much better. A fart. I love to laugh at a fart, not a fart. Still, when I hear the American accent here, I'm like, ugh. Like, ugh, an American. Not you, I, you're great. <laughs> no, exactly. When we meet each other and we're like, okay, kindred spirits. But, but when you're in a, f- a restaurant and you hear a loud American, you're like, fuck shut you. Up, shut yeah. up, shut up. Fuck you might be a Canadian <laughs> and it's a little better, but still, yeah. Canadians, oh. but we're louder than Canadians. And you know if they're loud, yeah. you know they're an American. And you're just like, oh, why? Why do you have to be such a stereotype? I do think there's a difference because I lived in LA for a bit. That's where I met Maria and dated. Right, right all are American guys and I found them all to be more aggressive and I don't know if that's because it was LA and they were all largely in our profession mm. so they had that confidence and, yeah but just aggressive the, in what way um wanted like were more than happy to take control and be in control mm. and I think for a woman that is also like that I always felt like oh it just was a lot of people trying to be in control and I found that a bit of a turn off this this kind of aggression of like we're gonna go here we're gonna and I thought god Mm. that would really down the line do my head in 
now yeah. now and I'm pleased. now imagine that like eighty percent of them owned guns. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there is a real you know the toxic masculinity. Yeah, thing. that's I think what it was America exactly. Has its own flavor of that, and yes. it is bitter. I know exactly Worse than what here. you're saying. Yeah. I think it's very different here. I mean, ironically, I found the American guys that I was attracted to probably has more to do with me, you know, uh, have to own it. That's not as exciting. Fuck it. The Americans (laughs) were very aloof and they just were so afraid to be vulnerable. But again, that's the masculine ideal, isn't it? Which is very prevalent in America. British men are a bit more nuanced. Or maybe I'm just being you can tell stereotyping. By, you can tell by their trousers. The first time my mother came over here, she's like, oh, they're not afraid to wear slender trousers. They look I so much it. better. Don't they? Yeah. Like the... She's like, they're so dapper here. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in skinny jeans. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's all it took. I think my mother just saw, like, a version of her life that could have been, like, yeah. this fucking bell-bottom losers. I'm, I'm like, I think that was the 70s, I'm, mom. Yeah, I'm really attracted to a guy in, in skinny jeans and, and a lot slim of the guys trousers you go out with are really clothes. skinny. And, yeah, I like the skinny guys. I like the skinny They're wafy. Yeah. They almost, like, could be androgynous a little bit. Mm. Yes. Yes. She's the British wafy yeah. boy. But okay, this is a story so about back to taking your guy. Control. So basically you're in the bar. Here's how I pulled him, as you say. I didn't approach him in the bar. I, I to this day I don't know I don't know how I knew that he was about to go hail a cab too. I'm like, Mary, it's time to go. I guess I saw him get up and go and I'm turning it into magic, but let's sprinkle the fairy dust. So I went outside to hail a cab. And I noticed that he was just going to lift his hand. So I, I like went out in front of him and lifted my hand in front of him. I'm like, oh, I did the like, oh, should we? Oh, I'm so sorry. Are we getting the same cab? But I'm still with Mary, right? I don't remember our conversation. I just know we got in the same cab. With Mary? With Mary. So this guy, this hot Kiwi guy obviously thinks he's about to have like an amazing American threesome. Did you ever get his name? Yes. Okay. Carl. His name was Carl. Of course it was Carl. Carl's like, that's the guy's name. You know what I mean? It only works with the soft R, though, doesn't it? Carl. Yeah. Carl. Not with the hard R. Carl. 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 Good point. So we're in the cab. We're on the way. And he's really sweet, like really nice. But I just, again, like he just was an Adonis. It was crazy. So here's where I have to admit to being the messiest person ever in ways that I am embarrassed to talk about. Like my room back in Brooklyn was such a shithole. Like I think there were, there might've been like used tampons on the bathroom floor. Cause I hadn't taken out the bin, you know, like sure. Well, you were, were a therapist at the time. Take it. You weren't seeing clients at home then. <laughs> Just wait in the bedroom. I love that you blamed it on not taking out the bin. What were they doing on the floor though? Like, <laughs> yes, like flinging tampons everywhere. Like, fuck it. No one's coming over. I really, you know, no, have you ever heard of the wounded healer? I think <laughs> so. I whispered to Mary in the cab. I'm like, Mary, I've got to have sex with this guy. And she goes, Oh, I know you do for all of womankind. And I was like, Mary, my room is an absolute shithole right now. And she goes, I will clean that up for you. You have got to do this. And I was like, Thanks, Mary. So then we're just like in the cab. We get there. And so I'm you like, say in the cab, come back to mine. He's like, Yes. Mm hmm. Just that easily. I guess. I don't remember. I just remember hailing that cab together. It and sounds I had a like you might have abducted him. <laughs> was this he tied up? All sounding story? a bit like he put his hand up for a cab and I grabbed his hand. <laughs> and then Mary and I shuffled him into the cab. Oh no, he could have taken us both down. That's probably okay. what I should have let happen. <laughs> so we get to my place and I'm like, 
hey, let me show you something because I can't let him go into my room. And we're in this tiny shared <laughs> apartment. So Mary shuts the door and she's like, oh, I just have to use your bathroom because I had an ensuite. And I'm like, hey, Carl, look at the world map. Show me where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, like, you know, on cartoons, when it's like cartoons, she's like, clang, 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 clang. Like, the noise of her, like, I, this is such a good friend. I love Mary I in this story. I have to look Mary up. This is making me you. like one. I would never do that. I would know. No, I wouldn't. Because I'd be trying to have like, sex just, with him. Just fuck with your tampons. Like, who cares? Like, I know what? later Mary was Oh, like, you'd never bother tidying the room. We're saying that we wouldn't bother to going back with a friend to tidy their room so that they could have sex with the hot guy. Yeah, no. That I, you wouldn't do? I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that friend for you. No, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. I'd she was like, an exceptional just, woman. Yeah. No. So wait, yeah. so she did she do a good job tidying the room? Oh my gosh. She made it look she like could have a... sabotaged you and made it worse. I know. <laughs> Tampons on the bed. Yeah. She made it look like a little love nest. So we walked in and and I don't know what's funny is it would be funny to be like a fly on the wall. Like, was there a look of disappointment when Carl realized that like Mary was not going to be joining us? Mary, a very mm. beautiful blonde. I don't know. <laughs> so she just excused herself and went. She home. excused herself. She slept on her couch, was at the end of the hallway. Um so it's like I this was the quest and I'm like I just achieved it. something. This is like Was level it worth it? 11. No, this is the kicker. And I didn't know this could happen. I fell asleep on all fours. <laughs> wow. I was just so tired after the effort With of him like hanging out I, the back of you. Well, just doing just in and out. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know how long I was out. I don't know if my head drooped, like, I, but I was still on all fours. I hadn't collapsed, so I hadn't gone That's into like fantastic. REM sleep. I just remember my eyes bolting open. I'm like, I'm being nailed. Okay. Oh no. I. This is good. I'm supposed to be. This is really. This is quite I dark. Wasted. It's a great so, story. Is this the, the kind of stuff people are talking about on no, here? No. God, this is no. the best one we've no, had. Wait, well, one of our questions is, what's the craziest thing you've ever done for love? Would that... And that was not for love. No, that was... I don't, that was to prove a Girl. point. That wasn't even for sex. That's no, what's no, no. sad. That was to that was prove for ego. a point. That is the closest to being a man I have ever Did you felt. see him again? No. And do you know, this says everything about the longer I lived in New York, because I went there a very naive... I think a pretty innocent person with like ideas of love and dreams and all that. And by the time this happened, I was the most cynical person. Like I've shed a lot of that again and sort of got the, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you go so through sight really jaded. Oh. I'm totally jaded. He spent the night gorgeous and he looked like a Calvin Klein model and he wakes up and he's like, well, I've, I've, I'm afraid I've got to go. Like he was so polite, his accent, which I want to. like, what are you still doing here? Yeah, obviously yeah. you're going to I know, go. and he said, can I get your number? And I said, why? <gasps> that's, yeah, that's... And then I realized, like, I had such... Oh, my God, I sounded so fucking sex in the city. And that, it was then that I realized. Yeah. yeah. But but seriously, was he going to call you from New Zealand? Like, why? He lived in New York. No, he lived, oh, he lived in New York. He lived in New York. Oh, yeah, that is pretty and jaded I, then. I doubt it was to be. And then what, and he but, said, okay, I won't. Well, he, he was really like, shit, you are some... You are a damaged person. Issues. And it's almost like in that moment, the tampons fell out of the, <laughs> you know... When you have that many bad experiences, it's hard to imagine the next one being good. You just are a product of all your accumulated experiences at that mm. given time. Mm. Like I often feel every relationship that ended, the next boyfriend after that was a product of what that guy was or wasn't. And then those yeah. choices. So it's just like who you choose is a product of who you, 
who's just dumped you usually or who I've dumped dump them all <laughs> no, no most of them dump me so then you go I'm not going to go for that I want to go for yeah. the opposite and yeah I think that's such an unfortunate part of, of human nature in general that the more aggressively you're treated the more that you mimic that you know obviously yes. you're not going to make yourself more vulnerable so I think oh spoken like a true psychotherapist oh boy <laughs> yeah is it a, cognitive dissonance um, not quite, but no. <laughs> you sound awesome when you say it. So I know. You sound like super smart. I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh. You know big words? Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> I know. I love just fucking I impressive. I don't know what it means. I love just putting it out there. We've got a listener dilemma, Tyler. Tyler. Oh, sorry. Tyler. Taylor. Taylor. Oh Taylor. God. Um, people send us their love problems and we try and solve them. Okay. Well, if they're falling asleep during sex, I might be able to help. <laughs> Clean well, your room ahead of time. Definitely before you go out, do that. Um, and, and put tampons in the trash, like not just on the floor like you do. I couldn't think of what was... I don't think there were tampons on the floor. Like, that's the worst part of the story. It just was that kind of Were there of lots of self-help yeah, No, but like where you just sort of... Because I... Given up, you stop really caring. No one's coming over. I'm sort of, probably clinically depressed. Let's be I honest. remember taking a guy back who I, I really liked and it was I was going through a self-help addiction and just by the side of my mm. bed there were piles of self-help books and oh, I just awesome. thought, this is... In no world does this ever look good. And it was stuff like, uh, he's just not into you. And like, think like a man, act like a bitch. And like, how to catch him and keep him. And they Why were all relationship. Yeah, yeah, all of those kind of books. And I just thought, oh no, I am like cliche. Um, yeah. I love the idea that like, have you ever seen Bull Durham? No. I lo- Well, there's like, there's a point where um, Susan Sarandon's character wants to read like sexy poetry to her partners. And that's sort of her test. Like if they can really get on board with that, then they're worth keeping. I love the idea of you doing like a dramatic reading afterwards with <laughs> one of your books. Why Men Like Bitches. <laughs> that's a great book, though. Why Men Love Bitches. It's really weird. Really good is. Advice that changed it. my life. Ladies of Frank, can you save my sex life? When I first started seeing my boyfriend, we were living some distance away from each other and only got together at weekends. Sex was always great and we'd always have phone sex during the week. But since we moved in together six months ago and share a bed, we never indulge in sexy time. Never? I tried to initiate it, but he's always too tired or has work to do. I did the air quotes for our listeners. <laughs> um, has he gone off me? Is he seeing someone else? Am I panicking over nothing? Advice, please. Oh, he's Lou. definitely gone off her. Well, yeah, once you move in together, it's pretty much over for the sex like because now you're now you're like flatmates now there's like like chores to be done and like splitting errands and some person's not doing enough and one person's doing too much and you're in each other's faces all the time and that's not fun or new or exciting it's just like you're just there all the time you're being taken for granted but i would say if he's always turning her down that's probably not the best sign early on because they're only just living together. Like the sex dwindles yeah. gradually over the years. It's not yeah. like you live together and then suddenly it goes. We were still having sex when we first moved in together. Yeah. But it was definitely, it went down. The numbers went down. Yeah, I think it's worrying because it's almost like, does he have a Madonna versus whore complex where oh. it was like when it was forbidden and we made it dirty. And it's like we a therapist together. in the house. And it, I think that's a very worrying sign because there's mm. something for him where he's like, oh, I can't have this intimacy of seeing you in everyday life and then partnering it with sex. And Yeah. Unless that's... you're cleaning naked. <laughs> that could be something. 
the thought <laughs> the way you phrased that cleaning naked <laughs> cleaning naked with Marie Kondo <laughs> coming clean um oh nice so yeah like I mean I, I just like maybe there's a way to spice up living at home together but it is have you read the book mating in captivity no no well I, we've I've mentioned this before it says that just living with someone and seeing them all like when you put animals together they stop actually mating it's just right it's not sexy it goes against right. like the yeah. primal urge yeah yeah, yeah. So you've got to work hard at it yeah i yeah, mean when i someone's when I not having sex fiance, <laughs> no but yeah <laughs> when i lived with my fiance it was sort of like i mean because it's just because we became a like i don't know almost had like a brother just like i don't want to say that that's gross but uh it changes it does and 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 it's just it's just like I was doing the dishes and I would clean and do the laundry and he'd go off to work and and it just um I don't know I just, just like that it, dynamic it, we didn't fought work. so much that I just like it's hard to have sex with someone you're fighting with mm-hmm. and we were just fighting because we were too like the, there was actually so much involved that it's it's, it's not even but just about moving in together he was the joy sponge yeah that's what yeah. I call him yeah the joy sponge just yeah that that's no big loss sorry but, if you're listening but you are a knob. But I've talked to a lot of people who've moved in with their partners and, and it's just the sex goes away. Um, mm. Maybe not like... I think it, a part of it is, ex- is accepting it. It's not going to be how it was, but you don't want to always be rejected because that's going to breed resentment and then you're just going to end up like... Doing shagging s- someone else. Yeah, or just smashing him in the face or mm. just popping one day and just... There are ways to spice it up and sort of recreate that distance from each other and like, how let's do you pretend do that? we don't know everything about each other well I think that's how people get into role playing or meeting for a date and kind of pretending it's the first time like I do think that kind of stuff could work but I guess the worrying thing for me is that it's that it's so early on yes. I find that a worrying sign because mm. it's kind of like yeah, if you can't even have kids. the honeymoon yeah. period yeah mm. I how much work is there to do is this spicing things up before it should already be a little spiced, right? It sounds like yeah. he has. Sorry, Lou. I think I think he might have gone off you. But you know what? That's okay because the whole idea of moving in with someone is to find out whether you actually want to be with that person. Yeah. And it might not yeah. always work out, and you can find out pretty quickly. It, oh, actually, I'm not feeling this. So it sounds like maybe he's there. He, she just needs to ask him. Listen, are you over this? And and then she needs to move out. Yeah. 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 And just find someone else. Taylor, do you have any love problems you'd like us to help you solve? Well, I think you can tell from my story, a lot of them are in the past. I'm yes. happy to report. <laughs> I'm analyzing that story now. I'm like, what does that say you know about you? We didn't you? actually cover <laughs> the craziest thing you've ever done for love. When you've been for your love. most crazy for well, love. Well, probably moving to Wales for a while. <laughs> Yeah, nobody does that. Nobody like, does that unless you really. You have to. How long did you live in Wales for? We were there for three years, and it was it was fine. Was it Cardiff? It was Cardiff. Okay. It was the big city. Yeah. Were you performing <laughs> there? Was that when? That's when I started doing stand up, actually. So to be honest, it all you know it all works out for the best. And I was just I was ready to leave by the time we left, and he was too. It just you can start to feel very closed in, mm. even in the the giant metropolis that is Cardiff so um, so that's the craziest thing. when he said to you can we move to Wales did you go oh all right okay is I it- mean no I've I, to be honest I probably needed a break from London and just to regroup in a safe place and so I don't know 
So, I wonder if I've done crazy things for love. That's like a tricky question. Stalkery or embarrassing when you've gone a bit nuts over someone. No, do you know what just popped into my head is sarcastic, dirty talk. That's not oh. crazy for love, though. No, that's pretty cool. <laughs> sarcastic, dirty talk? What does that mean? Yeah, like when you real. <laughs> I am really portraying myself in a horrible you, yeah. way. <laughs> Negging, is that when you're I deliberately mean like to someone? I a psychopath. <laughs> do you? I don't know. Like, I, Wait, or am I what just is it? the most awesome person? Definitely that one. Definitely. No, I just, I remember having... Um, a little fling with a guy who was like very New York. He was like this guy, you know. Oh, why? He was Joey. Oh, why? I don't know why. He was I do Joey the from Queens. <laughs> um, Did he have a speech impediment? <laughs> no, that would have made it so much harder. Um, no, I just remember him telling me that he sold. Um, airplanes, like he sold like Boeing. So he did these huge deals, and I remember sleeping with him and just being like oh this is no great so i remember at one point just being like "Ooh, sell me an airplane joey sell me an airplane <laughs> he took it very seriously and he was dirty He's talking like, oh, whilst... I'll, fucking, I'll fucking sell you an airplane girl i'll sell you He's got a fucking triple jet <laughs> uh, putting the engine on uh, and uh, yeah was it like that amazing yeah <laughs> that's quite hot sell me an to airplane that's awesome what happened when the plane took like, off? He did not sell me the airplane in mm. the end. Mm-mm. The airplane was not sold. <laughs> it sounds like it didn't last for very long. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, the story of the airplane. Mm. Or, you you know. have me so intrigued with that question. Gosh. Oh, I wrote somebody. Oh, I wrote somebody a love poem in Pathetic. high school. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was a terrible poem. I wrote a poem once to someone, too, and I performed it at a poetry night. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did it work? Shoot myself when I think about it. Uh, he wasn't there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Did you think he was going to be there? Yeah, I thought he might show up. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it was for the best. Yeah. So, yeah. so you wrote a poem. There's nothing more vulnerable than that, though, because like even my innocent 15 year old self or whatever it was knew that writing poetry could be kind of lame if you don't pull up and like he's sensitive he's gonna understand this and he's yeah. really and how did it how did he react he never reacted i handed it to him in the hallway but this is oh this is the oh worst God. part i decided I'm for some on reason oh, this, is, this is cringy i decided for some reason to put it inside of a squishy heart oh but it wasn't heart shaped no, it was like heart. anatomically oh. <laughs> Oh my a god! Human heart—that's badass, actually. It's really creepy. That is so creepy. I am <gasps> a psychopath. Did he yeah. say what is this? Just as well, I met a nice Welsh guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and thank the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, you really should. But not in the Marie Kondo way. In the fuck you, Spark Joy, because you can handle this. You can do some sarcastic, dirty talking. Ooh, thanks, guys. Wait, so you handed him the heart? I handed him the heart what with the he poem. I sliced it and stuck the poem you sliced in it. What looked like a real heart in heart. Not in half, just oh. to make a little just holder. A pouch. Just a little pouch. A little pouch yeah. You severed yeah. an artery. <laughs> it's good to talk, guys. Really creepy. It's good. And <laughs> how, like, what did he us out, yeah. say after? <laughs> I, I don't know why he didn't fall for me. It's after so weird. That. It's so weird. The reason I did this is because he had flirted with me like heavily the week before. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in. And then I found out later he was so stoned that he... He didn't even remember. That's oh, such a high school yeah. thing. It's so fast, isn't it? He flirted you the, the week before and you're like, boom, poem. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then <laughs> he was like, oh, sorry, it was really high. <laughs> Amazing. I once I had a... stoners like squishy hearts. 
I once had a guy who I was like kind of dating Skype me drunk and he lived in LA and he was like, let's just do this. Just come and move in with me. And I was like, all right. Really? Um, and then packed my bags, went to LA and he was like, maybe you should just stay because I've got family there. So maybe you should just stay with your aunt, you know, for the first few nights. I was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, great idea. <laughs> and um, and he just turns out it, it just never came up again. And then he met someone else. Oh. And then he just said, oh, no, I was really drunk when I had that conversation with you. And it was fine because he ended. I, he ended up being an alcoholic because I did the time difference thing, and I was like, "But hang on, that was like oh, no. nine a.m. for you <laughs> when you were. It was like my evening, but your morning. You were drunk at nine a.m. and he was like, "Yeah, you know, there's like a bit of a problem." You, and I you, thought, "Okay, oh no, you, you're treating him like you packed your bags and moved to L.A. on a whim." No, I was going to go anyway. I, okay, I was going to go anyway. <laughs> It's like, hang on. This is yeah. what's funny in the retelling of these stories, though, is... It wasn't, like, I'm yeah. doing it for dramatic effect, but yeah. I was, okay. it was pilot season. <laughs> I was going to go anyway, and I was like, wow, now I can stay there. <laughs> and we'd been having a long-distance thing for about two, three years. That was right but... before I met you, too, because you, you know had moved out of that guy's place into... Th then we became flatmates. That's how we know each other. So. Oh, yeah. right. Awesome. Yeah. It would have been and that did reason. you guys go off each other quickly, or was it still real sparky? Um... Metaphorically, do you spark joy? I think we know each other so spark well. Something. <laughs> did we? <laughs> did what? When we lived together, did we go for each other? No, we fell in love when we. Oh lived no! Together. Yeah, no. When we were living together, it was. I hated her immediately, which is why we ended up being so close. I think because I had moved into his place, and th it was a. It was me and this guy Tom, and then one other girl, Christine. But Christine wasn't there; she was in New York. So I thought it was just a three-bedroom place for two people. That's how it was sold to me. And I was like, oh, fucking fantastic. Then Olivia <laughs> shows up like not even a week later and she's just like, I'm your new flatmate. And I was like, who the fuck are you? It was like, an amazing not, apartment. Like, yeah. <laughs> I miss that apartment. <laughs> and I think we've already told this story on air. But like basically, yeah, she so she just um, but we got on so well and uh, oh, we became, awesome. yeah, it was like dinner parties and, and we all we all got along really well. I think I'm partly responsible for getting her to London because I was working on her for years. Every, like, you've got to come to London, you got to come to London and then wow. you stayed with me the first few times I made it very easy for you to come to London it's like come 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 I just you know when you have a friendship with someone and you go oh, I need you to live in the same city as me because you're so awesome and oh, yeah. you don't meet, meet people like that yeah. I don't that often women that I'm like you're fucking awesome yeah yeah. Um, but that was then but what's crazy to think about so, so I've known you for 10 years and like that that chunk of time we lived together must have been like 2-3 months yeah and I've just known you since then so I don't know that so so but Aww. I remember there was a time where I, the closest we got to a row when I, we were living together, I had a crush on a guy who was in a TV show and we spent the day watching the TV show. Oh, and right. then we went out that night. You can't and say saw who the him. guy on the TV no, show is. No, no, no. We saw him. It was the same guy that with the whole living it was together Dave, thing. It was Dave Coulier, I, wasn't I, it? I want to say, though, I think I had been like watching The Secret at this time. Yeah. So I was very much in the mindset of uh of like like willing things into your life yeah, and you like the law of attraction. So we had watched him all day and then we see him out at night and I was like what did I say? She went straight out. She went, that's so funny. We've bumped into you because Olivia and I have been watching you all day. We've had your TV show on and we've been watching it and watching it. There was I alcohol. Like, to kill her. Yeah, I'd never seen her so mad at me. And like, I was just drunk and I was like, what are you? are like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Why did like, you say that? My little feet were hanging, like swinging. <laughs> <laughs> You're like shaking me. Why did you do that? Um, it was very scary. <laughs> I had never seen you so angry at me.
That's the closest we've got to an argument. But wow. Yeah. So, Taylor, what have you learnt about love? Any wisdom tips for us? Well, I, I consider my relationship now a very happy one. And I realized it took me so long to know how to tolerate a kind person. Oh. And I think that once you find somebody who's kind and you're willing to be kind, then... I think in some ways generosity is the most important part of a relationship and when you can be generous with each other there isn't competition and I think you can laugh because there's no you know you've even the playing field so um that was my biggest lesson is just oh that's so lovely somebody who's kind yeah and giving it and I think it's as you say often you've got to give what you want it's like you can't just go give me give me understand me understand me yeah has to work both ways doesn't it you want kindness give it you want understanding give it yeah which when you've had a checkered past which has made you jaded is really hard it's really hard to shed that you know let your guard down and be like no let's let's give this a real shot and um I think that's something we still work on like 13 years down the line it's like just being kind open and kind yeah and you have to be a little bit fearless about it because it feels scary I think to be that vulnerable with somebody but that's the only way it works and that's the real relationship like this all the other things are the icing on the cake aren't they yeah but yeah. that is it that in a nutshell that is yeah. it isn't that's it? the like i can see myself on a bench with him battered broken gray and just laughing our heads off at something and that's just that a friday say. night <laughs> <laughs> laughing at farts on a bus dirt all over my <laughs> vagina <laughs> just rubbing it in the dirt yeah I just, you said something really sweet and then I made it really vulgar. I'm sorry about that. Oh, Don't that's be. Okay. That's, that's Olivia. Okay. I know and love. Uh, do you have a Frank acronym? I do, which I didn't mean for it to tie on with that, but it does. Um, as soon as I saw that, I thought um, fat Republicans are never kind. Nice. I love that. That's just great. good life advice. Political. Yes. That's made the show a bit highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> it can go in the current affairs section on iTunes. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thank you for that. We weren't going to do it. <laughs> the first reference to politics we've had on so far. Oh, really? No political nut sex. I can't hold my own in a political conversation. We've anyway. tried a few times though, haven't we? Sometimes yeah. we meet up, I'm like, oh Trump. She's like, I know, what a dick. I'm like, all right, we've done that. So yeah, uh, yeah. tell me about has he eaten your asshole again? <laughs> that is the best way to wrap up an episode. Yeah. Okay, and on that note Thank you so much, Taylor, for oh, joining yeah, us. Thank you. It was a pleasure, I think. Thank you. Um, and it's going to be a whole week until we get together again, dear listeners. We'll leave you with this nugget of love wisdom. What you got, Maria? Um, well, when you are having sex with a guy on all fours, take an Adderall. And for those of you who don't know what an Adderall is... Um, nerd. Uh, <laughs> it's what? It's speed. It's like it's what? It's speed. like math or something. Yeah. Take drugs. It's, yeah. Take drugs. If in doubt, just take drugs. Basically. Goodbye. Goodbye.